The Raptors played their third game of Summer League today, and there's a lot of interesting storylines that came from this one, including, in my opinion, Jeff Doughton forcing Masai Ujiri's hand in terms of giving this guy a contract because the way he's been balling out in Summer League, he definitely deserves it. We also saw DJ Wilson come back to form, so lots of stuff to dive into in this game. Additionally, we have a couple of, one report, one just take on ESPN that is absolutely embarrassing how they're rating Toronto Raptors players. Lots of disrespect, so I'm going to get into all that. And also, Utah Watanabe's turning some heads in international play. So lots of stuff to dive into. Without further ado, let's dive straight into it. Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors side, just breaking down the latest Toronto Raptors news. And the first thing we're discussing, the first thing we're talking about in this game is uh, Game 3 of Summer League Reaction, a win over the Jazz. And I'm starting it off with uh, with my take, with my... Uh, Little, little opinion that the Raptors have been forced. They need, it's a must, to sign Jeff Doughton to a contract at this point. Because honestly, if you look at it, complete body of work, how everything's been going, from the eye test, from the numbers, he's looking like the best player on this Raptors Summer League team so far. If you look at the performance he put up today, right in this one against the Utah Jazz, 19 points, uh, three rebounds, and assists to steal a block. But is a guy that, you know, at only 6'3", he's not the prototypical Toronto Raptor, 6'9", long, lanky, all that sort of stuff. But, but, he plays extremely hard, and he play, he's, he's capable of going fast without being rushed. And we saw that especially at the end of the game today, because the Raptors kind of had a lead for a large chunk of this game, and then in the fourth quarter, a couple guys on Utah went, played very, very well, got the team back into it, and then the momentum was swinging in Utah's favor, and then... It was really Doughton who who changed the, you know, kept things under control for the Raptors, tamed down the run, had a couple of ridiculous takes himself, and set up some other guys. I know it said only he only had one assist, but the way he was driving, dishing, sort of creating for other players, he's a prototypical point guard that you'd want to see, and again... Tonight didn't have the hottest three-point shooting night by any means, uh, one for three from the three-point line, but he's been shooting it well uh, over the course of this summer league and was 8 of 13 in this one, and in previous games, he's been our most efficient scorer. He's been our most efficient player there, so, you know, Delano Banton's obviously a guy that's, uh, you know, fighting for a potentially a backup point guard position this year on Toronto Raptors roster, but Downs looking like a guy that, you know, Delano Banton certainly has the more raw talent just with his size and his finishing ability, but his his energy just seems to come and go at times, and you know, sometimes he's really focused, engaged, attacking the rim, the shots are going down. And tonight Delano Banton didn't have a bad game himself, but uh, you know, four four of eight from the three-point line, uh, eight points, four turnovers. Again, that's something he's struggling with before assists, four rebounds. Right? We we've seen from Delano Banton over his rookie season. He can create for other people, he can drive, he can slash, but it's sort of a roller coaster watching Delano Banton play, but with Doughton, obviously it's only a three-game sample size, but just seems like a very steady player. And when you want a point guard coming in on a team that has deep, deep playoff aspirations this year, you know, obviously Malachi Flynn's going to be fighting for that spot. Delano Banton's going to be there. At least give this guy a two-way contract because he looks very steady, very professional, and you know, Nick Nurse said it before summer league. He's the guy the Raptors are going to have their eyes on, and. With the with all of the eyes on him, he's playing very very well. So that's a guy I think uh, you know we should continue to look at. If he continues this level of production, he's going to force Masai Jerry's hand to sign this guy because he is absolutely ridiculous. But he's not the only guy that played uh, out of his mind in this one. And DJ Wilson also had himself a big game tonight. 
started off extremely hot. Had 22 points, nine rebounds on this one. The, the very encouraging thing, especially for a big man, is uh, three of six from the three-point line. And, you know, not not too many turnovers. And this is what we were sort of expecting from DJ Wilson. He's the most veteran of all the guys on this Raptors Summer League team. He's a guy that, you know, has played five seasons in the NBA. He can knock down the shot. He has all the intangibles, and he played well for the Raptors over the course of the season. So the fact that he was struggling in the first two games was... It, it, it was a little bit confusing, especially in that game, too, where he looked very abysmal, right? But this is more of the DJ Wilson we were sort of expecting coming into Summer League, knowing that he got this roster. And, you know, if he continues to play well, obviously the Raptors need that, uh, you know, we can't uh, have too many big men at this point, especially where Coloco, and I'll dive into Coloco in this video as well, uh, it looks... Uh, comes and go obviously as a young big man there's the potential is certainly there his length his intangibles his quickness his speed but big men they always take a couple years to develop especially when you're drafting them in the second round and all that sort of stuff so the finishing still needs a bit of work from coloco and having a more veteran big man off the bench that is 610 right can be more reliable relied upon over the course of a regular season at least i think wilson is showing at least tonight why he could potentially be that guy especially with that three-point stroke had a clutch one down doubton kicked it out to him and splashed down that three so it's nice to see wilson uh knocking down those shots but uh yeah i touched on coloco coloco's game wasn't too too bad himself uh pulling up his stats where's he too yeah five points in this one six personal fouls right the the positioning all that stuff but two steals a block two assists three rebounds Two of seven from the field. The touch definitely needs some work. Ron Harper Jr. is also a guy that made some comparisons to Grant Williams and, you know, the size and the length. Well, not necessarily the length, but the size at that wing position. But hasn't really been able to knock down his shots. Hasn't really been able to pop in the eyes of a viewer, of a fan as the Toronto Raptors. So we'll see how Ron Harper Jr. continues to play. But again, Armani Brooks definitely, uh, I'm going to get into Marnie Brooks in the, in the segments. David Johnson, obviously a two-way guy from last season, hasn't made that much of an impact on this summer league team. So that's sort of the recap. That's sort of the summary just in terms of all the guys, all the players. The Raptors played a good one. It was nice to see them get the win. Let's dive into the segments for this. Tonight, the spicy play of the day. It's going to Jeff Doughton at the end of this one. As mentioned, he's he was the rock that kept this team afloat when the Jazz were making that, uh, that pushback and had a ridiculous take, a ridiculous take at the end of this one where he's bumped a couple times, just went in super composed against two defenders, made a really nice finish that sort of was the dagger in the back of the, the Jazz's spine. So, you know, shout out to Doughton. I can't uh, praise this guy enough. You love to see that, but not all plays can be the spicy play of the day, and some just make you say, oh, geez. And uh, tonight, the OGs play of the day. It's not probably going to Armani probably going to Armani Brooks he knocked down one early and then just I believe it was 0 for 10 from the three-point line following that point we can look at the stats here in this one yeah it's a 1 for 10 so he went 0 for 9 following his first make Armani was taking some deep ones took a couple at the end of the shot clock to be fair but you know as a guy it's a three-point shooter obviously impressed us in game one of the summer league but you know, he, he's fighting with the likes of a Justin Champagne he's uh, fighting yeah. with the likes right, of Noah yeah, yeah. Downton if he's going to be a two-way guy potentially right so Armani's got to be able to knock down that shot if he wants to fight for one of those roster positions. I know the defense is there. I know all that. I know he made a couple off the bounce in this one, but made me say OGs. Oh, I got the OG sweater on here uh, for, uh, for my guy Doubt, for my guy Armani Brooks, who, you know, 
does have a clean looking stroke on it, but just wasn't going down tonight. And finally, the infamous, the one, the only, the Paul Pierce Golden Kazoo Award of the evening. And it's going to the Raptors uh, Summer League coaching staff. It's going to the coaching staff. No, it's not for some plays they drawn up. It's not for this, that, and whatever. But one interesting thing from this box score, and you watch the game, only three minutes. Only three minutes. Ryan Hawkins becoming a fan favorite amongst Raptors fans. Went one for one from the field, one for one from the free throw line. He was splashing some ridiculous threes in the previous game. And, you know, what are we doing not playing this guy? If he's hitting logo threes, at the, hit three threes in what, like eight minutes last game? Give him a run. Give him a chance. We need shooting on the main roster. So um, at least give him some some time to feel around. And when he's been out there for his three minutes, he got a bucket, got a free throw. Right, that's a that's some golden kazoo stuff in this one. Obviously, Karutz was back, so he got some more minutes in this game, and he wasn't too too bad. But does he have an NBA skill that really is going to get Raptors fans excited, like Ryan Hawkins does? Not really, not really. We want to see Hawkins knock down some shots. See if he's actually good. Try him out, folks. Let's see what uh, let's see what the Raptors can do with this guy. So, anyways, that's my uh, that's my recap of summer league. Went a little bit long there, but with the Raptors win. You're a little bit more excited in this one. Let me know what you guys think of the Summer League down below. We got some more stuff to dive into. And this one is, uh, yeah, this is, there's a couple of just bad. This one isn't as egregious. This one isn't as gross. But The Athletic came out with a list, sort of made an NBA tier list. We talked about Bill Simmons' uh, trade list the other day. And watching the video for that, I can kind of see where he was coming from place in the placement of Pascal and Scotty Barnes and all of that. Because, he sort of reflected the contract situation. He talked about how Siakam was sort of up for sale. And even though he was better than a lot of guys ahead of him, right, the trade tier list, what that Bill Simmons made, and, uh, you know, I, I, he made a solid argument for where he put Pascal Siakam. So I can respect that to a point. But this one was sort of in terms of best players, this ranking from The Athletic. And I thought this was, this is just, just stupid, just stupid. And I got the wrong, uh, pressing the wrong button there. But uh, basically... Basically, we have uh, Pascal Siakam in the 3B tier with the likes of Draymond Green, Zach Levine, and all these guys. Shea is way too low in this as well. DeMar DeRozan, but Bradley Beal, some of those guys. But looking at the guys ahead of him, the guys that are in the the list ahead of Pascal Siakam, it's honestly just stupid. It's That's the only way for me to put it. Like, let me let me pull this back up here on the screen right now. Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. Uh, ahead of Pascal. Chris Milton. Kyrie Irving. The guy that barely plays, the guy that got swept in the first round by the Boston Celtics today, or this this playoff season. Like, you've really put in Bam at a bio. Bam at a bio the past three seasons has averaged 15 points, 18 points, 19 points, and like 10 rebounds. Sure, he's a solid defender. Sure, the Heat have been solid during that stretch. But Siakam literally put up 23 and 9 and 5 this season. Shooting the threes, playing elite defense, all that sort of stuff. How on earth are you going to put Bam Adebayo on a tier above Pascal Siakam? It's, it's, it's dumb. It's just dumb. Siakam has a ring as well. He has all NBA appearances. What does Bam Adebayo do better than Pascal Siakam out on the basketball court with maybe exception of rebounding? He only averages one more rebound per game. Better rim protector. Siakam's better at the three-point line in terms of a defender, right? It's... It's silliness, and the fact that Kyrie Irving's ahead of Pascal Siakam, one of these tier lists, is, you know, a healthy Kyrie Irving, you know, top-notch, everyone says the most skilled player of all time, doesn't put up the same sort of stats as Pascal, and, you know, Kyrie only has one ring himself, I don't know how many All-NBA appearances he has, but 
I don't know, man. I don't know. And the fact that he's always injured and doesn't play is just an added ticker on terms of this tier list that had me frustrated. But I don't know. They're going to be disrespecting my guy, Pascal. I got to gotta stand up for him. But we got an even worse take, which is why I'm uh, sort of glossing over this athletic list. This is coming from Jalen Rose. Absolutely embarrassing self in himself with a Raptors take. Absolute embarrassment. Foolishness. I'm not playing the segment because... People love to take down our fits when we play in segments, but this is a this is a quote from his outtake. So Jacoby essentially said, if uh, the Raptors offered Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, and two first-round picks, right, uh, and the Raptors uh, get Kevin Durant, Jalen Rose essentially said that I'm sending Messiah a voicemail. I'm sending Messiah a voicemail, and I'm telling him, you gotta you gotta come correct. That's what Jalen Rose essentially said. He went on a a one-minute diatribe about how. The Raptors would that's that's a low ball offer for the Toronto Raptors if they're gonna be uh gonna be offer trying to acquire Kevin Durant. Scotty Barnes, right? The the rookie of the year, right? The rookie of the year, the guy that showed a bunch of potential as a two-way player, it's only 21, 20, 21 years old. A guy that's made two all-NBA teams, won a championship as the second best player on a championship squad. And first round picks. Right? Going for Kevin Durant. He said that that was a low ball offer. Masai's gotta come correct. And he essentially the argument he made was, oh, well, uh, did either of those guys make the all-star team last season? No. Pascal Siakam did not make the all-star team because he missed the first month of the year. It took him a couple of weeks to get back into rhythm. But do you know what he did make? All-NBA. He made all-NBA over all these, you know, the Jimmy Butlers of the world, uh, a bunch of, you know, top-tier talent. Kyrie Irving was just put on a list ahead of him. I'm not sure if Bam ended up making an all-NBA team, but definitely played a better season than Bam this year. Right, like... All NBA is more important to that than uh, than that. All NBA is more important than All Star games, and Siakam is just a ridiculous talent that's playoff proven. Right, he played well in the series against the Sixers this year. He won an NBA championship, showed up on the biggest stage of them all, and just writing him off as the guy that's like a scrub that's a throw in in a trade for KD that's just stupid. And then Scotty Barnes obviously was an All Star. He was a rookie. He was a rookie this season. Right, that's I don't know. I don't know. A rookie of the year. Right, the potential that you can get from a guy like that. Honestly, if the Raptors offered Siakam, Scotty Barnes, and two first-round picks, even if Kevin Durant didn't request a trade, I think the Nets are jumping on that. They're they're salivating at the idea of getting that type of package for Kevin Durant. That's you know that's only only a person with common sense would accept that deal, even if KD wasn't requesting a trade. So that's a some foolishness. The, the true golden kazoo tonight is going to Jalen Rose, going to the athletic for just some awful, awful takes on the Toronto Raptors. So want to throw that out there, want to put that out into the media. Obviously, we're on the quest for KD, right? We're on that quest. So if you want to join the channel, subscribe to the channel, uh, help uh, helps us out big time. Throw the Discord in the pink comments, but pop and off on there. But uh, always got to plug this stuff, even though it's 14 minutes in the podcast. And we're not even done. We're not even done with all of the segments, right? Yuta Watanabe had a big stat line, and obviously there's an expectation, especially where he wasn't brought in for Summer League with the Raptors squad this year, uh, that he won't be back with the team and looking at the roster situation. It just doesn't seem like there's a fit. But Yuta Watanabe had himself a game representing uh, Team Japan, playing against Kazakhstan, I believe. And yeah, Kazakhstan, 168 win and 21 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 blocks for Yuta Watanabe. Played really well. And... I'm loving to see, I love seeing Utah succeed. I hope he gets picked up by another NBA team if he's not back with the Raptors. He's a hustler, he plays good defense, and if he can just put it all together on the offensive end, you know, get everything 
you know, not look super rushed when he's out there playing. Right, he could definitely be a solid NBA role player. So shout out to you to watch Nabe. Shout out to the Toronto Raptors getting a W in this one. Let me know what you guys think of all the, you know, of the Raptors summer league performance. Raptors acquiring Jeff Downton. I'm gonna make when summer league's over. I'll make my firm, firm takes. But Jeff Downton's definitely forcing my hand and uh, saying that we should sign at least to a two-way contract. But let me know what you guys think of it all. All these takes, these random Raptors takes in the comment section below. Check out the Instagram, the Twitter, the TikTok, all that cool stuff. Anyways, I'm signing off. Cheers.